You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. Have you ever actually been visited by Santa Claus? Well, I can say I have. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest with me tonight. His name is Tim, and he is my bestest, bestest, did I say bestest friend ever. This is an awesome individual. We have created a bond that is a lifetime. However, we do not live, not even in the same state, but we are always connected. My wife and I were driving back from a conference this past Saturday, and we called Tim. Well, he called us first, and we called him back. And we were talking, you know, just about whatever. Been a long time, haven't seen you, all that stuff. And then Tim says, I'm packing my stuff. I'm going to come see you. <laughs> yep, okay. Been there, done that. But little did I know, again, because he's my best friend, when Tim says he's going to do something like Santa Claus, he does it. So, Sunday afternoon, I'm getting on my tractor. You know, it's loud, got the noise and everything, and I'm backing it out. And then I turn to the right, and who do I see standing right there? My buddy, Tim. Now, why do I call him Santa Claus? Because, in my mind, he is Santa Claus. He has this big, gigantic beard, and every year, he pours his heart out and his soul and works with families and kids in Kentucky, and he becomes Santa Claus. So I get to see Santa Claus all the time. So this is Christmas in August, where Santa Claus is now in my house. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas in August! And yes, Bud is correct. We've been buddies for a long time. Absolutely. And the thing about it is we're human beings like everybody else. We see the world according to how we see it. And this evening, what you're going to get is what I call two old guys having a conversation. <laughs> but the good news is Santa Claus is here. And I get to, shh, don't tell anybody, but I get to tell him early 
about what I want for Christmas. So sh don't tell anybody about that because, you know, you got to get the letters at the North Pole where he's up there and all that stuff. But because he decided to swing by early to see me, oh, uh, uh, by the way, uh, I'm not going to sit on his lap because I'll probably break his knee. <laughs> but that's okay. We're going to have a discussion uh, that's related to just, you know, two old guys just trying to understand what's going on in this world and try to figure out how do we continue to see the politics, to, to see what's happening around us, to make justification, and at the same time, what can we do? What can we do to solve all of these issues? So, Tim, the first question I have for you is, tell us about where you come from, what your background is, and how do you feel about what's going on? Well, that's a good question. I'm in the Louisville, Kentucky area, born and raised there in Vine Grove, and out of high school, joined the Navy, and after I got out, that's when I bought my first Santa Claus suit. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Wow, that's, I didn't know that. I had no idea that was when you bought your first Santa Claus suit. Yes, and that was at Sears, and it was like $50, which was, back then, a very expensive Santa Claus suit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when I got home, Mom, Dad, I told them I had a surprise for them, and I wanted to invite the family over, cousins, nephews, everyone. And she asked, why? I said, well, I've got a big surprise. Of course, she didn't have a clue, but you know how mothers can be. I hid my suit pretty good in the attic, and a couple weeks before Christmas, she, walking around smiling, oh, I know what you're going to do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Well, come find out she knew. She found the suit in the attic. <laughs> so, therefore, I played Santa Claus for the very first time for my family and cousins and nephews. And my little brother, who was like five years old, sit on my lap told me what he wanted for Christmas. My nephew, who was probably about six years old, and I've got pictures of all of this, and good memories, and I've been doing this ever since. And it's a pleasure that I've got older of course, then I wore a fake beard, but now I've got the real deal. <laughs> and that's true. That's what I was saying. It's just like he's got this gigantic beard, 
and you know he's got to kind of whiten it up a little bit because he's still got some gray and some red hair going on there but it, when you see the pictures of tim in a santa claus suit all ready to go meet the children with that big sack i guarantee you you would have no clue that this person is just a human being like the rest of them and that he didn't drop off from the North Pole with his reindeer and his sleigh and landed in Alabama in Argus. But I'm telling you, he did. He is here with me today. I'm always fortunate to be around Tim. Let me tell you, what Tim is to me is happiness. He's the ability to bring joy to everyone. Even as Santa Claus or just having a natural ability to make people happy. And that's what I have grown to love. And that's why he is my best friend. Because I know that when I get on the phone and I talk with Tim or meet him in person, the adventures and the time that we have are very special and exceptional and i thank you tim for joining the podcast but most of all for being my best friend and i thank you because this has been an opportunity of life being with you and growing up with you yep and it's been special We've been through some tough times. And some we have. Really good times. Really good times. Absolutely. And the thing about when you talk about really good times, it's it's the being together good times, no matter yeah. what the situation is. And my wife, my family have met Tim. Tim has been to my daughter's graduation, my uh, Marine Corps retirement. He was always there. Uh, to be part of what I call the family and he is part of my family and at the time when we lived in North Carolina together I was part of his family exactly and being buds of marine one of the things I do every year I give back and I go toys for tots and donate toys and I always give 10% of whatever I make to the Toys for Tots for the Marines. It's the joy of my heart. Well, what I want you to tell them is about the time where you had so many toys that you couldn't even fill up your, you know, you couldn't carry all of them in one pickup load and you had to get a U-Haul you know, and of course, now you have to know Tim. See, his pickup was the sleigh, it was the delivering of the toys for Toys for Tot as Santa Claus. And he found out he had more toys than he can deal with. So he had to put a hitch on the back of that sleigh to use that U haul to continue to carry toys to the Toys for Tot. And this is the love that this man has and the energy that he has to ensure 
that he gets one more toy to take out to those kids. That's correct. I have this huge Santa Claus bag that I had packed completely full. And it was so full that I needed help carrying it to put it in the back of my truck because it was so <laughs> full. And then when I got there, I got out, went up, told the Marines, I said, guys, I'm gonna need some help. I said, my bag is so full that I can't pick it up. <laughs> of course, they said, wow, that's what we wanna hear. We'll be glad to help you, and they did. We got it out, brought it over and started filling it up. All the Toys for Talk boxes they had, and it was a, an awesome moment. Absolutely, and the, the, the neat part about knowing Tim is, <laughs> like Tim saying, he met me when I was active duty Marine. I was one bad mojo moma, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, an individual self-centered it was all about me and but he taught me love he taught me how to to laugh how to have emotions outside of the Marine Corps and get over the anxiety of, of being a Marine and and those kind of things which I think is important because it enhanced me to get to this point in my life where I have no issues being kind and honest and humble to everyone, just like Tim is. We have issues like every human beings about dealing with, you know, everybody, certain people that upset us or whatever. But the neat part is Tim has taught me to get past that, taught me to to just laugh about things. And this is a side note. He's, he's not listening to me right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the side note is this. Tim is a jokester. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Just like Santa Claus would be. The real one would be. And I got to tell you this story. How Tim and I met for the very first time. So I was a Marine in Havelock, North Carolina, and he was working for the government on the same base. Cherry Point. Cherry Point, North Carolina. And we were at the staff club, which is basically uh, a dining facility, a bar, and all that kind of stuff, kind of like the VFW, but on the base. And we had a great friend of ours that did karaoke. And so, so Tim likes karaoke. I like karaoke. Of course, remember, we don't know each other yet. So I get up there and I sing an Elvis song. I think, I think that's what I sung. But anyway, I sing a song. And I get done with it. And I go sit down. And then Tim gets up there. And he starts singing a country song. Do you remember the name of the song? Keeper of the Stars. Keeper of the Stars. And do you remember who the artist is off the top of your head? I know, but I can't remember. Okay, so Keeper of the Stars, country song. And I'm sitting back there with our, you know, my family and my wife and friends. And I'm going, holy but Jesus, this guy is awesome. 
Matter of fact, he sounds just like the guy that recorded the song. And I was just blown away. I, was, I can't even compete with this guy. So the night continues on, and then our friend of ours, he's laughing so hard every time I get up there again to sing and so forth. What I found out was Tim was lip-syncing and I that was, song. I was the best at it. He was the best at lip-syncing, and I was absolutely distraught. I was like, are you kidding me? But... That's what brought Tim and I together, and we have been best friends ever since then. It's absolutely an amazing story of, of what God does to bring people together, and I, 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 he is absolutely, without a doubt, one of the best human beings I have ever met in my life, and I thank him so much for his love and his kindness uh, with our family, with his family, with the efforts that he is doing as Santa Claus, which is a very, very difficult job for Tim. I mean, he's getting up there in age, and it's very difficult sometimes for him to do this, but he's still doing it and still going along. That's correct. I'm 269 years old now. <laughs> Absolutely. And I believe that. Like I said, you know, two old guys just sitting here talking. Look, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about, as much as I hate to say it, we're going to talk about maybe some politics, maybe about how we view what's, what's happening in the world. Uh, but most of all, how our confidence in the God that created us, that he's in control of everything. Amen. And he understands the difficulties that we go through. And a lot of us, quote, old folks, feel that way. It feels like, you know what? The world has gone to hell in a handbasket. Well, maybe it has. But there's always the glory of God. There's always the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and I guarantee you when you realize that you can handle anything that this world is going to throw at you so don't go away you want to listen to two old guys having a conversation about this world old school that's what we are <laughs> we'll be right back you better watch out you better not cry, you better not pout, I am telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list, he's checking it twice He's gonna find out who's naughty or nice Santa Claus is coming to town he sees you when you're sleeping And he knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I am telling you why Cause Santa Claus 
applause is coming to town. is coming to town You better watch out You better not cry You better not pop I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming I mean the big fat man with the long white beard He's coming to town Welcome back, Patriots! Santa Claus is not just coming to town. He is in my town as we're speaking. August. Christmas in August. I love it. My best friend shows up. Now the rest of you are going to have to wait just a little bit longer. It's only about four months. Three and a half, if you're counting. And then Santa Claus will come see you. But in the meantime, he is here with me in Alabama, and I thank him dearly. Hopefully, you're looking forward to Santa Claus coming to your house this year and bringing joy to your family and to your children. Welcome back, Tim. Glad to have you on the podcast. It is great to be here. Uh, Before we get started on some other issues, I'd just like to tell you a few true stories of events that's happened. And this was like 10 years ago. Uh, I was going around setting up at daycares, doing pictures with Santa. And as I walked in to this daycare, this little girl, probably no more than five years old, comes running up and hugs me on my leg. And I didn't have my Santa suit on, I just had on regular dress clothes. And the daycare owner walked up, she said, honey, go on, that's not Santa Claus. And I looked at the owner and she said, can I help you? And I handed my Santa Claus flyer for advertising and I looked at her and I said, yes I am Santa Claus. 
She looked at the flyer, looked at me. She goes, oh, you're good. <laughs> and I just laughed. And it baffles me how kids has came up to me like this before and not even know who, who I am. And right after Christmas, I decided to disguise myself, took a little bit of this dye and put it in my brown, browned my beard up to cover up the white. And a few days later, I walked into Kroger's, the grocery store, to pick up a few groceries. And as I'm walking through, this little girl comes running up and grabs me and hugs me. And her mom walks over and she goes, honey, that's not Santa Claus. And I looked at the little girl and I winked at her and I leaned over and I whispered in her ear. I said, I'm in disguise. I said, so nobody will know. And she goes, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> That's a true story. Absolutely. Children come up and it, it just amazes me. Not even got a Santa suit on, and they—they know—they—that's that's Santa Claus, you know. Yep. And the reason behind it is because of the goodness of it, his heart. That's the true Santa. Is the goodness of his heart, which Tim does every single day. Most of us want to be appreciative or kind to people when we feel good about doing that. Tim is not like that. He is like that every single day. That's correct. I live Santa not live Santa Claus. I live Christmas in my heart year round. Absolutely. And what's Christmas about? Jesus. It's about Christ. Santa Claus is just another way that we can spread the cheer and the joy of what God has put in our hearts. <coughs> it's not a bad thing to believe in Santa Claus. A lot of people think it is because, you know, he's not real. Oh, wait a minute. He is real. He's sitting here with me. Of course he's real. But on the side note is the fact that only individuals that understand true goodness are individuals that can bring joy and peace and kindness to this world. So we're going to shift and we're going to talk about, again, two old guys talking about the world. Exactly. You see, the world is revolved around self-centeredness. It's revolved around me. It's not revolved around everyone in their minds. And a lot of people in this world think that they're doing good in their minds by contributing to charities and doing that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But the point I'm making is they don't understand it comes from your heart. Not from government institutions, 
or people telling you how to be kind. You cannot take a child in school and teach them how to be kind. They must have examples of people that are actually kind in this world. So we're going into this time frame in this world where many people are confused about this kindness, which brings us to our government, which brings us to the tyranny that we're dealing with. You see, some people in the government think that they're doing the right thing, but they're only doing the right thing according to the world, according to what they think people want to hear. But that's not the truth. The truth is kindness, even in the government, love of people is understanding that this country was formed on God-fearing people that believed in what Christ taught us on how to be kind and how to present ourselves to the world. Agree with that, Tim? I do. And one of the biggest things right now that is affecting people in this world is inflation, how bad it's gotten. And it's making it hard on all of our lives. It is. And the thing about it is, is this is how the world works. These government people think that their policies and what they're doing is good for the people, but yet they are not, quote, the people. They are elitists that have presented themselves into this environment called the government, and now they're blindsided. But yet, all you got to do is talk to the average day citizen about what the impact of what is happening in America. So when you're talking about inflation, inflation is a result of money in the world. It's the value of money. That's what inflation is. It's focusing on what it takes from a dollar perspective to live your lives. And the government that we have today decides that it is no problem to just spend every dime to solve what problem? Their political problem. So inflation is affecting all of us that are not in the same seat as the politicians the same seat as the elitists. So what I'm going to ask Santa Claus is, you know, he's kind to everyone. Is he going to bring presents even to the elites, even to the government people? Yes, Santa gives to all. And with that note, I know how everyone is struggling with the prices of gas, food, everything has gone up. 
and I know everybody's pension has gotten squeezed and they're having to try to save just so they can get that toy, special toy for a child. It makes it difficult, but it can be done. And if it can't, well, Santa will try to make it. Happen. Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the bottom line is just like years pass, you make do and you deal with it. But at the same time, we have to understand we're Americans. We have the ability to be free, well, at least today. We can vote people in and out of Congress. We can vote them out of the government in our local, state, and federal. And we must understand, like Santa's saying, we don't need to make this difficult on the people that have to work hard and then their money goes to an extreme, must understand that, an extreme where they can't pay their bills, they can't buy gas, and then they're going to have to face their children during Christmas and wonder how they're going to bring happiness to their children. That's a difficult decision that we all must make. But Santa, like he's saying, pray, do the things you can, and it will happen. Because the twinkle in his eye is still there. And we just have to believe always and forever in Santa Claus. The prayer of God helps all. And by praying, it makes it difficult for the little ones to understand, but we try to teach our children this. And as Santa Claus, whenever I have a child sit on my lap, I tell them to brush their teeth every night and say your prayers. Absolutely. And the parents has praised me because I tell them that. Because it's something you have to teach your children anyway. Some people don't, a lot do. Simple things in life is what makes life valuable. It does. I, I know it's kind of funny. Money should not be the sole source of your happiness. And that's true because I have Ask children, what do you want for Christmas? And I've had a lot of response from children. Well, I just want goodness for around the world. Which I praise and hug that child for saying something that nice and to be able to believe in something like that. And that's because parents are raising their kids right. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Well, Santa, can't thank you enough for stopping by. So I've, I've got to tell you what I want for Christmas. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, that's what you do when you actually get to meet Santa. You know, 
See, what I need is I need some new podcast equipment so I can have multiple mics and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I wish I can get, you know, this really good equipment to make the podcast even better. Can, can you help me with that, Santa? <laughs> well, Bud, you've been on the li nice list, and we will try our best. I will talk to my elves and make sure you get some more equipment because you're doing a good thing telling people around the world what is going on. Well, thank you so much for Santa for stopping by my house. I feel special. Yes, I do. And guess what? I get to see him again in December. So I get to see him two times this year. Please reach out to anybody that is in your neighborhood that is a Santa. If you know them, support them because they work hard during that time frame of year when the rest of us is, you know, drinking eggnog and having parties and all that. These guys are out there working and bringing joy to our wonderful kids in this world. Thank you so much for Tim and Santa joining us on the podcast tonight. And thank you, bud, for having me. And ho, 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 Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Thank you very much. This is The Gunny with Santa. Out. Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like they should Cause the best of the free life Is still yet to come The good times ain't over